All right, do you just want to go ahead and roll with it? Mm-hmm. So first of all, let me adjust my family. That the only thing we have to say is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror. Which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into a past. We face our common difficulties. What's up, everybody? Got another episode of The Deep End here. It's been a little while since we've had an installment of this one, but uh, Zach and I have been having just too much fun doing the uh, commentary biz. Speaking Mm -hmm. of Zach, we got Zach right here. Uh, Me and him are just going to riff a little bit tonight. Uh, Obviously, we want to talk about the big news of the week in the media. Well, there's a couple things we can talk about. Um, obviously I was first, I was talking about Roseanne, um, and it's not Roseanne, the person and her show, uh, so much as everything that just kind of encompasses all that. Like there's so much politically about all that shit, um, to touch on, but you know, since we've recorded last act, there's also been other shit too. We had the uh, school shooting in Texas. Holy shit. Yeah. There was one in Indiana too, like a couple days ago. Oh, was there? What's that about? It was a smaller one. I think I heard about that, and it got diffused pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, it's funny, though. Um, so, there might have been something that happened in Indiana, but just because uh, the shooter wasn't successful, it's not talked about so much. But mm-hmm. it's just as serious. Yeah. Like, it's it's somebody that had a gun with the intent. Um, it's, it's just as serious, but yet people only make a big deal about the ones that, you know, succeeded, but... I don't know. I think people should make just as big a deals about the ones that were thwarted. <laughs> I mean, those are yeah, those are a pretty big deal too. But um, yeah, man, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and it's just hard to grasp, man. I, I are we approaching the end of times, or what the heck is going on here, man? Hopefully, hopefully, finally some good news. <laughs> the Roseanne thing is nuts, man, because that happened so fast. Uh, literally, she made the tweet. What is, what's, what is the tweet again? Okay, so... Because there's one, there's two things said in the tweet. One thing is, is made a huge deal about, and the other thing isn't talked about at all. Yeah, nobody's talking about the Muslim part. <laughs> They're talking about the black thing. So, and, and, and I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but she basically said, uh, Muslim Brotherhood had a baby with Planet of the Apes. Something like that. Equals... You know, V V J V J V J, which is uh, somebody. Yeah, the, one of a Barack Obama's advisors. Um, I can't even remember her fucking name. I it's whatever. But um, yeah, it's funny though. Nobody's talking about the Muslim aspect of the joke, or lack. Well, maybe it wasn't a it's joke. It's a conspiracy theory. No, here's here's it, it. Kind of kind of segues nicely into what I want to talk about about the whole thing. So I'm not defending Roseanne. At all. And, uh, you know, the biggest issue with Roseanne is, dude, don't you fucking know by now? Like, if you're on Twitter, dude, fucking proofread your shit. Somebody gave her this big opportunity. Like, we're going to give you this series again. We're going to fucking disregard all the weird shit you posted on Twitter before. Because that was a thing. They did kind of... ABC did go through her Twitter and scrub some shit before they mm-hmm. before they ever did it. So they knew that she was fucking weird and crazy before, but like as long as the advertisers <laughs> don't know that, we're fine making money off you. 
Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because well, first of all, man, they employed Roseanne in the past, and Rose, it's not like Roseanne was always controversial. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't the first time she did something that raised controversy. It's just the first time in the Twitter era that she raised controversy. Um, so it's not like it's a huge shock or anything. But I'm really shocked that um, surprised that these networks don't make their actors sign like contracts that. Uh, <laughs> protect them against liabilities of like social media, kind of like uh, sports teams do for their players, mm-hmm. you know, like don't go skydiving during the football season. You're worth a lot of money. You know, she should have said instead of apologizing, she should have just, no, I'm, I'm playing the character. I'm, I'm playing into that stereotype. Like this is, this is a crazy conspiracy theory. I would post, right? It was all just for the show. I don't think anybody separated the character from the actress with that show. And I don't I don't know if there is any separation. <laughs> but um <laughs> it's a crazy thing, man, but <clears throat> so not defending her, what she said was retarded. Yeah, man, it was it was um it's just one of those things where in this day and age you have to expect there's going to be some backlash. Like think about what you say Stand by whatever that is. You never call a black person a monkey. What the fuck were you thinking? Well, and her response was, I didn't even know she was black. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, but what's funny, though, is is she wasn't defending the Muslim part. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that was the thing, too. Like, after it happened, her Twitter, her Twitter feed was pretty funny for a couple hours because she went, you know, don't defend me. Don't. I did something terrible. I was on Ambien. And then within four hours, she's retweeting people defending her and then shit talking the same chick again. Uh, uh, yeah, on other people. Like, she doesn't realize that her stuff is like visible when she <laughs> is mm-hmm. doing that. It really did seem like an old person trying to handle Twitter and she didn't realize what she was doing. But um, yeah, the ambient thing, it was Memorial Day. She was ambient. I get it. I bet you a million dollars she does. She's old. She has to rely on ambient to sleep like um, lots of people do these days. Um, oh, she had been drinking. It was Memorial Day. Um, that stuff doesn't drinking, especially does not give you an excuse to do shit like that. I mean, for God's sakes, people still go to jail for killing people you know, when they were drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't blame that. But uh, no, man. But like on one side, there's a little part of me. I'm not defending Roseanne at all. I think people have to dis- stand by their actions and the consequences they bring. But uh, it is a different era, man, because Roseanne is a comedian. <laughs> and, you know, if you listen to some of her stand up from way back in the day, she always said kind of shit like this, right? You know, like in the in the stand up, mm-hmm. there was I mean, of course, she's Jewish. So maybe she has the past to do that. But she made all kinds of she didn't know she was Jewish at the time. She hated Jews until she found out she was. One. Are you fucking with me? No, that's true. Okay, so she made all kinds of Holocaust jokes. I was actually trolling her on that. I'm like, are you anti Jizreel? Were you anti-Jizra? Are you telling me you're an anti-Semite? <laughs> I mean, so the, the the comedy was was raunchy like that too. Um, but it's not just Roseanne, man. Everybody was like that. Everybody kind of had their comedy, and and it was just kind of the way things was. And now it's like uh, it's it's still somewhat more acceptable if you're on a stage a little bit. It's even getting bad for that because fuck, who was that? Daniel Taj. I guess somebody freaked out because he made a rape joke. And then, like, of course, he's going to play off of it because he's being heckled. So 
He's, he said something like, I hope she gets raped on her way out the park. Something. I, it wasn't that, but it was something. It's like, don't go to a comedy show and, and, be, and get offended. Like, mm-hmm. I think once you step into a comedy club, you are leaving your sensitivity at the door. You are agreeing. Unless you're going to see fucking, like, Kevin James or someone. <laughs> yeah. Or Bob Saget. I don't know. But well, he's, it, he could be offensive, too. Yeah, but... So, it, but it's always weird to me that that stuff can kind of fly on a stage, but the comedian can't do the same thing on Twitter. Like, why can't people see that people are comedians? Um, but like I said, not defending what Roseanne said. I, I think most people do, but it, it becomes like a problem with the fucking advertisers, which is another thing. Like, we we need to stop giving so much power to advertise. Like, we're doing you a fucking favor letting you sell your product on here. Don't tell us what to fucking cancel and not say and shit. It's the, it's the YouTube monetization thing, too, with that yeah, whole deal. Exactly. I mean, I get it. The advertise that's where all the money is, man. So, at the end of the day, the person with the money is going to make the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you can't blame ABC for doing what they did. Um, they they for For business reasons... They made the best move ever because it's one of those things where they acted fast. And that's another thing. They shouldn't do that. Like, let more shit come out and then make it. Don't just go by your gut. I agree with you. I'm saying for a from a business standpoint, like protecting their fucking skin and their assets. They probably made the best move from that angle because they squashed it and decided, look, this isn't going to go in anybody's favor. We might as well squash this right now and at least come out like the heroes and get some good press out of it, right? Because they did. ABC, like, way to go, ABC. All the actors and actresses, like, oh, praise you, ABC, and the president of ABC. Um, you know, because if they would have delayed that response, it would have just grew legs. It's, it's just false praise, though. It, I agree. But it's this ridiculous thing. So I, I think for... Their goal and what they wanted to do as far as saving face, yeah, they did the right thing if that was their aim. Um, man, dude, Roseanne should have known the president of ABC was a black woman. Like, don't you? Th- <laughs> Jeez, please. Yeah. Know. The person that the canceled the show and made the call was the president, and she's an African-American woman. She was probably like, fuck you, bitch. Click. <laughs> but so, But my big thing is, I don't think anybody is irredeemable. Personally, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. And we have this immense, like, double standard with society and especially in entertainers and the whole deal. And it's ridiculous. And my whole thing is, I personally believe that everybody deserves a, a second chance. And even if they don't, it, and, and even if it's not like a second chance in the sense that, hey, you guys can have everything you had before you did whatever action, but they at least deserve a chance to make things right. You know, back in the day, if somebody said something insensitive, um, they would like make a large donation to like some Jewish organization or whoever they offended, right? At a out of good charity. Here's some money. Can we forget about what I said, guys? You know, but I'm saying they would apologize and they'd make some charitable donations. I know. It's yeah. it's they do something, right? They they'd get a chance. Um, you know, uh, and I just don't understand. I wish, I wish we would choose which side we're playing because it doesn't work for me. I mean, in if if I can if I ran everything. I would, I, I would, everybody would get a second chance. But if they're not going to do that, then they need to sit there and be just as harsh on everybody else. So, um, I get it. What Roseanne said was, uh, not thought out. They should have just like not fired her and just like, yeah, we're going to keep your show, but we're going to make jokes. We're, we're going to write jokes at your expense. 
<laughs> shit like that. But you know what's weird though is like, oh, it is so weird that um, it's not an even thing because let's be honest here, man. People can make. I think today, still today, people can make all the Jewish jokes and comedy they want, and people don't get offended like you do with black jokes, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? It's true. There's a hierarchy of oppression. There is a hierarchy, which, I mean, I don't even want to open up that can of worms, because, you know, Jewish, they died by the droves, first of all. Mm-hmm. They were gassed. Um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I'm not trying to compare tragedies. But it, there is a hierarchy. So it's like, Roseanne, she says... Okay, Muslim Brotherhood had a baby with Planet of the Apes, but then she's trying to like say, "I didn't know she was black." It's like her thing is she re- she just looks like the, the 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 female lead from Planet of the Apes, and 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 there was even like the pic there was even the picture right next to it, and I and when she puts it in context like that, I'm like, okay, most people aren't gonna get that. They're gonna see ape, <laughs> and they're gonna go straight. To- and you should know that. You should know that. But whatever with with her twisted logic. I see what she's talking about, but even then, let's just let's just play along for a minute and say everybody was like collectively, "Oh, okay, Planet of the Apes." I get it. You're just saying she looked, she got the haircut going on because I'm like, okay. But then everybody's still forgetting about the Muslim Brotherhood part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like she she's been like retweeting people defending her, and then like retweeting like Photoshop pictures of her of that lady, and then it says on the back like buy it. I've always wanted to bring Muslim religion to America. It's like, she never said that. It's just, it's just like, hey, we, we hate these fake news fucks. And then she spreads fake news. That fake news. Dude, and that, that, dude, that blows me away too, man, because there was somebody on uh, my social media feed and they shared that same stupid yearbook post yeah that clearly wasn't a yearbook it was it was a modern picture with some with a caption anybody could have typed you didn't know that they let you take a yearbook photo on a podium now <laughs> and and it was like broken ass english <laughs> i'm like you know i'm pretty sure she's fluent uh and uh but anyway and it was this whole thing and 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 i said look man i actually commented i couldn't hold back and i you know i i like the person and i'm like man you really shouldn't be contributing to all this quote unquote fake news bullshit that goes around cuz it doesn't help and it comes from all sides and uh mm-hmm. and i'm like quick research could easily debunk this if you guys if people just took the time to do a little bit of digging you know multiple sources or whatever um regardless if there's like any truth to any of these stupid shit we don't know stop spreading bullshit especially shit that looks phony as fuck yeah and even if she did say that like she didn't succeed we're not all wearing burkas now she's not in office anymore well i mean the thing is is that is for the extreme muslims that is kind of their thing. Their whole thing is to spread uh, Sharia law <laughs> worldwide, can convert as many people as possible. But that's a very extreme side to it. Mm-hmm. But she she's not even a Muslim, I guess, is what I'm reading. Well, yeah. So that's the thing that's up in the air. Yeah, she was born in Iran. Uh, but I don't know. I really don't know her ethnicity. Um, I mean, maybe she's actually Iranian. Um, I think she lived in America most of her life, maybe born in Iran. Um, and I get it. If you're in Iran, chances are you're probably going to be... Mo- but like I said, I'm not going to go down those stupid rabbit holes. If you want to share stupid shit like that, at least, at the bare minimum, have it be like a, an image of the of an actual fucking yearbook, man. Don't let it be some fucking fake-ass 
modern picture with some caption on it. It's it's so stupid. It's just as dumb as the fake Donald Trump tweets that were going out there during the election. You know, him talking shit about Republicans. Oh, if I ever ran for president, I would vote Republican because they're the most gullible. Blah blah blah. blah. That was uh, that was the closest thing to the truth he ever said, and he didn't say it. He didn't say it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but I'm saying, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. And it comes from both sides. Anyway, so I commented that to this this person. And um, they got all defensive saying, uh, oh, yeah, what are you talking about? Like Snopes and all that shit. Those fucking websites are bullshit, man. They're liberal propaganda. I'm just saying, look, I'm saying, like, dude, think for yourself. I mean, just just be careful what you post. I mean, bottom line is we shouldn't post shit without credible sources wherever you get it. He's like, well, fuck all those other websites that say whatever. He's like, here, read this. And he sent me a right wing equivalent to Snopes. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a right extreme website that had like all these fucking facts with no sources saying Dude, it's, oh. it just proves my point. Like the idea of just saying something is fake news is just it's just becoming a way of saying like. I, I believe anything that emotionally satisfies me. It, it, I mean, you know what? And it's funny because this person automatically agree. I guarantee you, like, I know this person, but they don't know me on a deep level as far as, like, politically. So I guarantee you they were on the other side of their, other side of their keyboard going, oh, he's a fucking libtard. Fucking libtard. He doesn't realize I'm more conservative than anything. Seriously. I mean, it's like, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to be one of these uh, right-wingers that is a hypocrite. I mean, because... The fake news comes from, like, case in point. Oh, Snopes is bullshit fucking fake news. Here, try reading this. And it's just the fucking fake news of the right side. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's it's just as illegitimate as anything else. Um, as all my children. Yeah. <laughs> but it blows me away, man. But anyway, like I said, if I had my way, everybody would have to suck a dick and be humble. I forgot we're doing this show, my bad. I'll, I'll take that out. No, you can do it, man. If you could say that, you can keep it, man. It's cool. But <laughs> make you humble. Um, everybody would get a second chance if I had if I had a say so, right? And that's regardless of culture. That's regardless of religion or race or political affiliation. I think everybody deserves that. Um, and. I don't know, man. Like when when your parents teach you when you're young to say you're sorry when you when you do something to someone when you're a little kid. Are we just as, are we just supposed to say fuck those rules now? Exactly. Sorry doesn't work anymore. Fuck sorry. Because here's the thing, man. Like there's there's plenty of people that have said some shit. You know, we all have foot and mouth disease sometimes. And Twitter is just now the grand scope version of slipping some shit verbally with your friends in private. But on Twitter, you do it with your fingers, and it goes out to a mass audience. And just like when you might say something with your family or friends in private, you might go, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. My bad. Okay, on Twitter, the equivalent to that is deleting the tweet. But at that point, it's too late because somebody, a lot of people have already screenshotted it, right? Mm -hmm. There's no going back and apologizing, and it's a dangerous thing. But um, unfortunately, everybody doesn't get a second chance. So if everybody can't sort of get that opportunity to make things right, then at the very least, man, they need to treat everybody the exact same way. If they're going to be assholes and scrub people from existence, take away their job in an hour 
like just like batting an eye and and putting out a business hundreds of people they employed because like on Roseanne I heard that as of right now all the writers and stuff that were commissioned already they were already writing the next season they don't have any severance and they turn down work to to write for season 11 so it's like they're not going to get paid for that and they have lost time on their hands I think ABC the ultimate right move to make would be to Fucking help those people out, right? Pay them like they already wrote it. Do something like pay them extra. I mean, or they're not even going to show the rest of the season, right? It's they canceled immediately, and then fucking uh, CMT and all these places that show the old show aren't running yeah. that. Like, See, what? to me, to me, that's excessive. They're treating her like she's Bill Cosby. The difference is, is Bill Cosby was convicted <laughs> of, of, rape. of raping three people. And it's like, yeah, all TBS and all these networks yanked off syndicated episodes of The Cosby Show. Okay, that's fine. I wouldn't have done that either, though. You might have issues with that as well because separating the act from the actual man and the art and all that stuff. I, and, and once again, with The Cosby Show, it's like, well, Cosby's a piece of shit. But are we going to take it out on all the people that wrote the show? Um, and the directors and the co-stars and Felicia Rashad and Theo Huxtable and Raven Simone. I mean – Am I am I my brother's keeper? It kind of goes back to that. Is one man really responsible for everybody? One person falls, everybody should fall. I I don't think so. But there's a little bit more of an argument, obviously, with Bill Cosby's thing. But they're treating Roseanne, dude, worse. They acted way faster with Roseanne than anybody did with Bill Cosby. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, what Bill Cosby did was much worse, <laughs> mm-hmm. much worse. And uh, but yeah, so I think it's a little excessive. It's one thing to take away the show and put out of uh, employment all the people that were working on that show. Okay, that's one thing. But now you're putting out all these reruns and you're cutting off the checks of residuals of all these people that maybe rely on them. Fucking Michael Fishman, what is he fucking doing? Those kids don't do shit. Yeah, Becky from Roseanne, the daughter. Uh, yeah. Be- Be- I mean, Darlene has the chew. She's on that shitty uh, morning chat show. What? How do we know that Darlene? doesn't live comfortably off of those residual checks that mm-hmm. she gets every single month for every time Roseanne airs in that month, you know, or fill in the blank. And, and John Goodman, he's a, he's fucking talented. Yeah. I mean, how you going to cut him off? I mean, John Goodman will be all right. John Goodman makes movies. He's in movies all the time, but I'm saying like, man, is that excessive? I think that is super excessive. Now, whether it remains to be permanent, I don't know. We'll see if it's permanent. Like if the syndicated shows start coming back eventually. Mm-hmm. it's weird how it works man but if roseanne said this shit this exact same tweet three years ago before the show was announced and came on it would be fine it would be deleted by now because they would have scrubbed it well yeah that too <laughs> but i'm saying she could have said that and then a few years later she still would have got this deal and if it was in the past it's fine it's because it happened during the show mm-hmm. because we have this weird rule of like statutes you know, there's all kinds of celebrities that uh, said fucked up shit. You know, uh, it's like when the, you know what I'm saying? Like the Kevin Spacey thing happens and they're lynching everybody. But there's tons of celebrities, man. We can think back. Like, man, well, five years ago, this motherfucker did this. That would never fly. You know? Yeah, who was who was the 007 fuck that was admitting to beating his wife? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, how, how, how did that ever go down? It's okay. <laughs> it's just, it's weird, though. But, like. People don't scrub Sean Connery from existence. It's a timing thing, and it blows me away. But uh, I, I, ah, man, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words on some of it. I just think it's 
it's a weird thing. But anyway, like I said, if people can't all equally have a second chance, then at the very least, if you guys are going to be fucking this zero tolerance on any, on any slightly racism or off color misinterpreted joke or whatever the fuck you want to call it, then you have to do it for everybody. Because I thought it was the biggest piece of irony ever when before they actually announced it was canceled within that first hour wanda sykes who's an executive producer in the show she quit i'm like just taste that irony wanda sykes i've never liked wanda sykes as a comedian because why her entire fucking shtick and it's not even shtick dude she's dead serious i've seen her do serious interviews is fuck the white man oh yeah it's 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 white racism absolutely White race been that and, serious and, and, about and, it. She produced the show, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like Roseanne employed black actors on the show, right? It's the same fucking shit. Yeah. And and, and of course, in the wake of that, there was people uh, sharing screen caps of all the tweets she's done in the past few years. It seems like there's always like a a thing where someone does something, and then they all like, I have to let everybody know that I'm against that. And then, yeah, I know, but but like. I knew this before people started doing this. I've always felt this way about someone like Wanda Sykes, for example. Everybody, and this is, to me, this isn't defending Roseanne. It's defending equality, right? That's fair, fairness. That's all it is. It's not defending what she did. Mm. But people were copy and pasting tweets that Wanda Sykes has done in the past few years. And in my opinion, they're fucking worse. Mm-hmm. She says all kinds of heinous shit against white people. Why is it okay? Look, if people really want to eradicate racism then we need to treat everybody with the same rules, right? I mean, you got to treat black racism the same as white racism, same as Latino racism, the same as Asian racism, Muslim. It all needs to be a no-tolerance thing if you really want to eradicate it. So, and here's here's what I think would be an ultimate test, and it'll never happen, but what if tomorrow there was like a magic decision that was made where, okay, starting today, all of you, regardless of culture, race, political affiliation, um, religion, all that stuff, no matter what, no matter what, if you guys say something out of bounds with anybody else, you're going to lose your show, you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose your legacy, and everybody that you work with is going to lose their legacy. That we're basically suck. We're basically going to get North Korea on your ass. That means comedy is basically over. So, first of all, that's what North Korea does, man. Somebody looks at the supreme leader the wrong way. They look at that guy and be like, well, not only are you going to serve uh, a hey, life. Don't, don't talk shit about Kim Jong-un. He's never going to die. Listen, <laughs> listen. not only are you going to have a lifetime of servitude in concentration camps and hard labor until you die, but so is your father and so is your son because you're affiliated. That's the same shit. Um, Did you know they believe that he's never going to die? Yeah, I know. He's a god. I get it. I know. I'm I'm fascinated with it, which after we're done talking about this, we can move on to that. The whole uh, meeting that never happened with Trump and Kim Jong. Oh, Lord. But anyway, my statement with this is if you really if they decided tomorrow it was going to be a fair playing field and everybody was treated the same when there was a zero tolerance zero tolerance policy for anything insensitive from all races and creeds and religions, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody would be singing a different tune. Everybody would be wanting to call a truce real fast, right? Yeah. Right? Because you have Roseanne losing her job and losing all this shit and people around her getting fired. Um, But then we'd look at Wanda Sykes and be like, well, I guess that leaves you too. And then we'd take her entire career and scrub her. Then we'd look at- That means no more fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm? Fuck that. 
Yeah, no more Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, Chris Rock, oh my God, your your entire shtick was built on like white jokes. You're gone too. I'm saying you would have black people, white people, Latino people, everybody come into a truce. Be like, we'd all be like, okay, we see that uh, <laughs> it's getting out of hand. And a revolution would be made and everybody would shake hands and be like, okay, either we're going to agree to not be so sensitive or this racism bullshit is going to be totally eradicated one or the other. It would be the first revolution where we go back to what we were before. I mean, seriously. (laughs) But do you understand what I'm saying? It's about the fairness of it. Yeah. And it wouldn't work. If you made it fair, you're right. Comedy would be done. Um, Creativity would be done. It would all be over and it would never work. And no, and you can't. Nope, you can't do it because nobody would have jobs and you would have to come to an agreement, a truce. And nobody sees how it is unless it reflects them, too. You mm-hmm. know, because I guarantee you, man, think about it, man. I mean, like you have people like um, who's a good example? Um, you know, you have these people that might cat that might cast stones um, against certain people when they're fucking getting dragged under. But then something falls on them, too. And it's like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, somebody did that with Kevin Spacey or something. Like that. something like that somebody i remember it was something to do with the whole me too thing and um like somebody reached out and said oh man that's horrible horrible and, uh, and, and then someone's and somebody's like, like hey fuck you man you did this to me <laughs> holy shit my thing is by these crazy standards nobody's clean mm-hmm. you know if if you recorded everything we said 24 hours a day for the rest of our lives we're all guilty of saying something insensitive. If you take the shit we've recorded just on this podcast, you're going to find some heinous shit from me. Uh, and me too, man. I don't care. Shit I don't really mean. I'm just saying it because it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's for comedy's sake. Uh, it's trying to... I'm just trying to play from both sides here, man. I'm not trying to... Like I said, I'm not justifying the Roseanne thing. I'm just saying, look, either we... You know, shit or get off the pot or piss or get off the pot, whatever the fucking expression is. Like, let's go all in or, or back up and just quit crying about it. Treat everybody. I'm just all about equality. And if people want racism eradicated, then they're going to have to start treating it all equally because racism will always be around because it's going to be a teeter totter. So it, because we have the argument of, well, you know, the only kind of racism is white racism, you know, no, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. If, if you have that, then eventually it's it'll power plus prejudice. It really is, man, because we're we're almost to a point now where, um, you know, society, especially, let's face it, Caucasian people in America, these are the people that are walking on eggshells, right? And these are the people that are trying to please everybody, which I get it. They're trying to make strides. We're trying to be politically correct for everybody. But then you have, you know, a, a certain uh, ethnic, you have black people or whatever people with a chip on their shoulder and they're keeping it alive, right? Like, don't. Like, look, I'm sorry. My opinion is... And people can hate me if they want, but I think every man and woman is responsible for their own actions. I am not responsible for what maybe my great, great, great grandfather had a hand in. Maybe mm-hmm. or maybe not. I'm not. Zach, you are not responsible. Mm-hmm. That, so people that hold on to these things for many generations, no. Look, the current generation is trying to do right. I'm not saying everybody's perfect. I think Joe Rogan said uh, that he thinks there's a good possibility that <laughs> with the way we're moving now, racism will be totally gone in a decade or two. I disagree. You're always going to have those small little parts of the world where they're, we're going to raise their children like rednecks <laughs> and they're going to raise them, you know, but we can minimize that. And most of like real civilization is super progressive and everybody it, we're, we're honestly 
better than we've ever been. Everybody's we're, talking we're about get, every generation is getting more and more progressive. Yeah. And everybody's talking about, oh, the Trump thing. It set us back fucking 50 years back to the civil rights. No, it didn't. It mm-hmm. really didn't. We're still super progressive. And everybody for, I, I don't, dude, I, in my everyday life, man, the people I work with, the people I see every single day, I don't, I don't, do you run into racists every day? I don't. No. Have you ever met like a hardcore racist? Uh, uh, nah. You know, what's funny is, uh. Uh, my not my cousin Mac, but like other cousins, uh, for for a, a little while, their mom was uh married to or dating some guy that like wouldn't let them watch if if they're watching a movie and a black guy showed up, he'd be like, turn this shit off. He like threw away their albums. Yeah, didn't last long though. You know what? And that guy was an that guy was an older generation. He was an older generation, um, and probably from a certain part of the country and. But I'm saying that's getting phased out because even most of the older generation, they evolve. Like we kind of talked about this uh, outside of this podcast about Bill Cosby, right? Bill Cosby, I don't think he was really doing anything that a lot of fucking people weren't were doing in the 60s and 70s. I think it was a thing to do. But the difference between Bill Cosby and those other guys is, is they stopped and they mm-hmm. evolved with the times, right? Bill Cosby never quit. Even if you find like stupid bro douchebags that are like, yeah, we're going to put roofies in a drink. They usually don't realize what they're doing is bad. They're just oblivious. They're stupid. And then, and then it's like, you know, that's rape, right? Yeah. It's, it's they, they associate rape with the force part. Yeah. So stupid. That's dumb. But you know, but it's like, um, a lot of our, our generation, like our, our grandparents and our great uncles and that, that whole like people in their people who are now in their 60s and 70s, man. I know people who are in their 60s and their 70s that I've known my whole life. And when I was like a little kid, when they were like a bit younger, they come from a different era. They maybe said things that were kind of off color. They're great people and they weren't racist, but they grew up in a time where saying certain words was a little bit more commonplace. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past 30 years those things have been eradicated. Like, you know, they've evolved, right? And they just did. So that's the thing. And I think that there is a difference between being a racist and saying something insensitive or even saying something racist. I don't think that necessarily makes you a racist. Do you know, does that make sense? Or does that make me sound like an idiot? That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I you any comment somebody made he makes you have to kind of dissect it. You know, like Andrew Dice Clay, he used to do this whole bit. He'd make fun of like this Chinese guy at a suit shop. He'd be like, uh, what's your name? Achu, Kazuntite. What's your fucking name? Achu. You know, and he did this whole fucking thing. And it's like, man, I don't I don't know. Maybe that some fucking Nazi. You know, it's like that Apu documentary that's been making rounds, you know? What's that again? Okay. So this uh Oh, oh, the Simpsons guy, yeah. Yeah. This Indian comedian, I think he's a comedian. This but regardless documentary filmmaker now, um who's Indian of descent and he made um a documentary. I don't remember what it's called. It might be seriously called The Problem with Apu or something. But um and he's kind of chronicling his growing up as an Indian kid in America and he talks to a whole bunch of other Indian Americans. And they're talking about how were you treated in school because of Apu? And they're all, of course, they're all talking about, oh, man, I got so much hell for it. You know, everybody's like, you know, thank you. Come again. Squishies. And when you kind of see them put the spotlight on actual Indian Americans, 
I do understand it. Like, wow, you know, I never really thought about that. But yeah, you're, <laughs> you know, me, I might not think it's offensive at all, but I'm a white guy, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, it's like, <sighs> even if you take rate, I get it. It's it's hard to be on a pedestal. You know, if I'm a, I'm a, I'm a straight white male, it's like I can only say so you much. Yes, white male. <laughs> but like everybody should be able to take a little bit of the piss on him. Um, nobody said. Apu, for example, in The Simpsons, man, he had serious story arcs. They gave him backstory. They gave him character. They gave him heart. They just had the fucking voice and all that stuff. It's like if you turn on the TV and you land on whatever channel on some show, there is going to be somebody misrepresented. They're going to have a homosexual character that's kind of like flamboyance and taking jabs at that whole thing and playfulness. Um, You're going to have people that are making fun of people with illnesses. Lord, man, you know how many comedians still make age jokes? Yep. Like, race aside, we can talk about anything that's insensitive, which that per I I don't like going there, man. I mean, people make fun of people with AIDS and deadly virus illnesses. It's like, gosh, man. Uh, that's fucked up. It is, but people do it. It's like comedy is this wild, wild west, or it used to be, and you could stop on any show, and there's you could you could find anything to be offended at, and it's just like what at what point do we just kind of buck up and accept it? And, he, and this the writers in The Simpsons kind of were bending to it. Well, I don't think Matt Groening was. Matt Groening, I think he pretty much didn't uh, he didn't he didn't back back from it. He's like you know it's staying. But some of the writers were like, and then Hank Azaria who voiced the character, he's like you know. Um, I think we're going to really evaluate it and think about this long and hard. And, you know, if it's the right call to get rid of the character, we will. I'm like, The Simpsons is a bit of an outlier, man, because that show's been on for fucking 30 years. Mm-hmm. When The Simpsons aired in 89 and all through the 90s, it was a different time. Yeah. And then who knew a show like that? It's like if All in the Family was still on the air today, right? And back, and all in the family back then, you know, Archie made kind of like uh, classless abusive jokes to Edith, and he he called he called. Were people offended by that? At the time, no, because it's a little bit more commonplace. Same thing with uh. Sometimes uh, they write characters like that to be the stupid character in the show. Archie Bunker wasn't supposed to be the smart guy. He was supposed to be kind of dumb. And I even think he called like uh. Because uh, who was the spinoff? I think it was Sherman Hemsley. I think it was a spinoff. Good time or no? Uh, I forgot to. Yeah, yeah. Sherman Hemsley and his wife. They were originally on on the family, and then they got uh, the Jeffersons. I think it was a spinoff. Yeah, I think I'm correct on that. But anyway, Archie Bunker would say old fashioned language towards like ethnicities, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is seems to be, it's weird. So why is it that we can look at that stuff like a time capsule and I don't know. It's weird. Um, they're not taking Archie Bunker off the air is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. well, that was a different time. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's mind blogging to me. I mean, I don't want to beat it too much into the ground. My, my final statement and my big thing on it is look, if you guys are going to be this fucking extreme, I wish you weren't. I wish everybody, regardless of who they are, where they come from, got a second chance, you know? Um, but if you guys are going to be this fucking hardcore and zero tolerance, you got to do it to everybody. You got to do it to everybody. That's the only way to eradicate racism. It's that whole thing with Kendrick. Look, you saw that that 
that fucking thing going around with Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah, where he brought a he bought a, he brought. You a know what's fan funny on too his- is like he's had white people on fans say that and nobody cared before. But it seems like because the audience were so fucking pissed off about it, he stopped yeah. the show. Look, don't bring a white girl on stage and have her sing your lyrics to the song that you know has the N-word in it. And then, so first of all, you need to apologize to her, man. Wait, it's sh- talk about shaming, man. We live, in a, we live in a fucking era where everybody's all about sh- public shaming. To me, mm-hmm. that was getting, that was humiliating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not fair because my thing is you have black people that'll say that's our word you can't have it back that's our word and they kind of use it as a thing of empowerment i get what they're saying and they're twisting it mm-hmm. and you can kind of change words take on new meaning over time we that's there's a lot of examples of that so i'm i'm for that whatever that's cool but you can't have your cake and eat it too if you are going to if you are going that's to a, that's a want, bad that's a bad expression by the way yeah, it's weird. It's confusing. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, wait, well, I mean, what, you expect me to just have my cake and not eat it? <laughs> Imagine every birthday your mom gives you a cake and says, fuck you, you can't eat it. Take it back. <laughs> it's just for looking at, sweetie. Yeah. But uh, my thing is, though, it's the same thing. Look, either you're on one side or the other. If you want to make this word and terminology have a different kind of meaning, then blanket it. I mean, they succeeded fucking they did succeed but ice cube made it cool to say that but then we can't say it that's what i'm saying so like but if you want okay even if you want a certain type of people to stop saying the word then you need to quit popularizing it Mm. you can't have both and then they know that they're not racist because like rap is the most popular music genre right now it is the most popular. And I think the biggest, you know, percentage dude. is white kids. Yeah, that uh, that audience from that Kendall Lamar show, they were like all white, dude. They're all paying to see. They- They're all filling his bankroll. So I'm saying it's fine. Like, if you think it's a word that has a new meaning and it's going to be a hip thing and it's going to be in your writing, you can't get mad if people who support you, especially these people that are like young millennials, whatever, and they... they they kind of grew up with that word being "quote unquote" cool, right? Yeah, it was never anything negative to a lot of people. Kind of, right? Really yeah, so young. it's kind of a weird thing. But you can't have that d- double standard, man. It's like, but like I said, if if you really want certain people to never touch that word, then stop popularizing it. Ditch the word. Become Will Smith and don't use it. So it's like one or the other, man. I, Will Smith does suck at rap, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, let's all just shame him. <laughs> Get jiggy with it. Fuck you. Do I make sense though about like just treating everybody equal? Mm-hmm. And 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 now it just seems like a power struggle. Like, dude, nobody wins this game. You know, and there are there's there's plenty of people oppressed people that it, it's more about equality, right? It's mm-hmm. it's about revenge and taking it back and taking the and, and reversing some. And I'm like, man, that's you're never going to meet in the middle if if people are. You know, uh, vindictive, it's, and they it's have- first world problem bullshit. It's like <laughs> it's like being a feminist, being pissed off at Laura Cross boobs, while in other countries they cut off the the clitoris of little girls. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just a situation where I wish, you know, um, one of every single race can come together in a room and shake each other's hands, and be- because you know what, you know what's funny is. There's there's oppression everywhere, but it seems like the biggest oppression we talk about is African Americans and white. You know that whole thing. That's the biggest, right? 
because that's, that's the most direct hit to home. You know, it's pretty fresh, right? Slavery was just a couple hundred years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what only thing everybody talks about. Dude, go to Mexico. Go to some of the border towns of Mexico. There are Mexican people that are spiteful against America for basically taking Texas, Arizona, California, you know, during that whole thing. Yeah. You know? I don't know what the fuck they like them so much for. So... I'm I'm just saying, you know, if you look at the school teachings and the way we we learn about how that it was almost more like a business transaction, right? Oh, okay, it's nice, nice. But if you talk to some people in Mexico, man, they of course learn it differently. Like, no, they fucking stole our land, you know. And Who knows which one's true, too? Because there's could there's be, th- three could, sides to every story. Yeah, hundred percent. And I've had those debates. Um, and my like literally, I talked to somebody that um had that argument. And they were super wild. They were super passionate about it. And you could tell they grew up in a certain family and their dad passed it on to them and their grandparents passed it on to them. It's like, you know, that that oppression, right? That generational chip. Mm-hmm. And they got really mad at um, a white guy that was in a Mexican diner um, and he was talking to his friend and he was casually talking about the territory expansion, right, of America. And she Is got- Is that what you this- talk about when you're with your friends, boring shit like that? I guess, but this person um, took super offend, got super offended about it, supposedly. And me, as somebody in the middle, just hearing about the story, I'm like, look, I'm not defending either side. I'm just saying, I was just trying to put a little expl- explanation to it. The guy that you got offended at, the young guy, the college kid, he's just kind of reiterating what he learned mm-hmm. because that is kind of what we're taught in a certain way. Like everybody's kind of, and all governments do that. Christopher Columbus discovered America. I'm just saying like, you know, we're it's dude. It's the same thing. You go, go to China, go to Tibet. If you go to Tibet where the Tibetan slaughters happening and everything else, Ch- Tibet, that is their land. They are Tibet. They are not Chinese. They fight. They hold this whole thing. They are sacred. But if you go to China, it's that whole war going on, man. War Tibet's ours. That's fucking yeah, our it's land. It's like that. They, we do it in, in uh, fucking United States, too. Remember that story about, like, uh, history books in Texas kind of, like, eh, skirting over the whole slavery thing? Yeah. Like, oh, no, they uh, they came here on their own, and they worked for us. We paid <laughs> them. Very little. <laughs> uh, no, and, and, and uh, erasing history is not the answer, either. Mm-hmm. At all. But like the going, like I said, going to China thing, I, I lived in China for a while and I could tell you straight up, it's all about per, uh, perspective, right? So I talked to Tibetan people and of course they were dead set. Like, no, this is our land. This is horrible. You know, screw those guys. But then I met so many Chinese people, young, middle-aged, old, and they were all not even necessarily hateful, just like dead convinced. Like, no, that's our land because their government teaches them that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So all I was trying to make out of the Mexican situation was, look, I don't know how he said it, if he was being an asshole or if he was just saying it casually and you got offended at it. But I'm just saying and I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I was telling this person, like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, you know, there's probably definitely some truth. There's probably definitely some truth to what they're saying. Right. Obviously, some truth, at least. Yeah. Um, But just understand, you know, where it's coming from. Like this guy learned this is how he learned it. Um, but yeah, man, it's just a weird fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it wears me out. But yeah, bottom line, man, everybody needs to be treated equally. If you want it to be squashed, you got to have one of every type of person come in a room together, put out their hands and say, you know what? I acknowledge that 
you are cool. And whatever your, you know, great, great, great grandfather did to maybe somebody that I was great, 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 great related to, that does not represent us now. Mm-hmm. I, w- I refuse to be responsible for anybody's actions but my own. And I would expect that out of anybody. Anybody else. I, I literally treat everybody as equals, man. I love everybody. I think everybody is just as valuable as the next person, 100%. So don't act like you're better than anybody else. And I think we're all not valuable at all, but equally not valuable. That Whatever, man. If that's your <laughs> thing, as long as it's equal, man. So like I said, you can't have reverse race. You can't have it. it, it, it you, either racism is here or it is not here. Mm-hmm. It's not this fucking pick and choose bullshit because that is going to ensure that it lives on and on and on and on. Racism is getting less and less with every generation, though. So it it's really, it, 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 but it really is. And the more educated people are too, and and we're getting more educated throughout. Absolutely. History. I mean, that. I mean, fuck, man. There's been so much stride made. It's crazy. I get it. Not every president is black. We had a black president. That's insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't had an Asian American president yet. It'll happen, perhaps. It will. You know, yeah. I'm sure we'll have a Latino one first because we just have such a huge population. But we have so many politicians that are Latino and I mean, it's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. So I don't know. People need to lighten up. But uh, what, what what is it that we talked about moving on to next? You said lighten up. That's racist. I guess, man. Dude, we we touched on it for a second there, man, but the Kim Jong-un thing. Dude, I, I think we all knew that something was going to go awry there, and it wasn't going to happen. I was hoping it, it wouldn't. Why, why? I was hoping something bad, it wouldn't go awry. Oh. I mean, I don't like Trump, but I'm rooting for him. That was such a big deal. That was such a- I, I was thinking like, man- if they're smart enough, they won't let him go in there and talk to him off the cuff. Put an earpiece in his ear. Give him a script did, to read if you have to. Did you read his letter to Kim Jong-un after him uh, canceling the meeting? I, all I remember hearing is that he canceled it because he thought Kim Jong-un was going to cancel it first. No, that's not the, how it went down. Um, man, I kind of, I kind of want to read it. <laughs> go for it, babe. Let me... Uh, I'm going to pull up the letter, man. It's actually really... Uh, I th- I thought it was a pretty fucking boss letter, to be honest. All right. I- I- I'll go ahead and give some more funny things on Roseanne's Twitter while you're looking at it. All right. <laughs> Hashtag Pizzagate. She believes that shit. <laughs> Which is awesome. See, they should have made an episode about it. They could have had Trump guest star like Trump shows up and stops a, a pedophile pizza ring. That's really all I wrote down. I, that was, I, th- I thought that one was the funniest, so it's the only one I wrote down. Where the fuck is this letter, man? Come on. Oh, did you, th- did you know that Roseanne had a, got in a car crash when she was 14? Mm, I might have heard it before. Tell me about it. Oh, you, you, do you think she's actually losing her mind? Because you know, people are jumping all over uh, Jimmy Kimmel's dick um, for uh, kind of defending his friend, saying, look... The Roseanne that we all saw this weekend is not the Roseanne I know, and I think she just needs. I think she needs help. I don't think we should be so hard on somebody that has clear mental issues, and she, you know, she needs help. And That's been a, a a thing people thought about for a while now, actually. And uh, people fucking, of course, lit him up, man, saying you can't equate mental illness to racism, type of thing, you know. 
Oh, fuck you. He didn't. He just said it was a factor in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny, though, man, because they'll treat you differently if you're mentally ill and you fucking murder someone, won't they? Mm -hmm. You know, Ah, it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're mentally ill and you fucking commit capital murder, you will not get treated the same as a totally sane person that did the same They'll give you a fucking medal because they're surprised you learned how to pick up a knife on your own. That's getting cut out. That was terrible. Oh, hold up, man. Update here. This is actually six hours ago. Trump says the June summit with Kim Jong-un is back on. Fuck this guy. Dude. Well, the, if you read... The, oh, fuck, I want to pull up the letter, man. I got to find that shit. Um, let's see. President Donald Trump said on his uh, on-again, off-again summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un will proceed in Singapore on June 12th as initially planned. Another dramatic turn in the diplomatic saga that has veered from threats of nuclear showdown to talks of peace over a matter of days. Uh, yeah, this is just today. This is just this evening. Um, the first reversal on Friday. Dude, fucking Kim Jong-un, he responds to a certain kind of talk. Like, you know, Donald Trump doesn't. He kind of talks to him rough, you know, and I feel like he's one of those guys. He's that, like a battered housewife. It is. It's like an alpha battle. Right. And I think he does. I, I think he sees Trump as a bigger alpha. You know, you said they're two sides of the same coin. I don't think I think Kim Jong-un is worse, man. I do not equate Trump to Kim Jong-un. I don't either. I never said that. You said they're two sides of the same coin. You fucking did, bro. I said there were two sides of the same retard coin. That's so I was comparing their levels of the um but like Kim Jong Un he murders his people and like I said still has concentration camps he has a god complex Trump is a narcissist What do you say uh, you say Kim Jong Un is a god he, he's never died before uh, prove him wrong he says he'll never die so far he's right okay You know God anointed his dad and his grandfather that but God was wrong those two times I'm going to fucking find this letter, man. <laughs> I thought you were thinking I was serious there for a second. No, dude, I don't ever take you seriously. Give me a break. <laughs> Fuck, man. Dude, why is it so hard to find this letter? Everybody's got articles. Big websites have articles on the letter, but they won't show me the letter. But basically, the letter was it was weird. It was like a balance of like professional, classy, but also very passive aggressive, right? Was there any misspelled words in it? Uh, dude, fucking, he didn't write it himself. You know, I don't know. But, it, it, I, I, well, he didn't type it himself, but he clearly said the words. It was spoken like Donald Trump. It's going to be huge. He was taking jabs. He was basically saying, look, the door is always open, you know, and basically it's like, I want to be friends, but man, I'd sure hate to use our big ass missiles on you type of thing, you know, exactly. our big ass nukes. He would, he would follow like a very professional comment with something that was almost passive it's a lot of a lot of not, a lot of nice looking citizens you da- got down there be bad if something uh happened, happened to him <laughs> that george bush meme yeah it's a, it's a pretty big love of tower you have there but did you ever hear the story about putin stealing the dude's ring no tell me the story george bush was like yeah this is, he was he was he was taking some guy that was like uh he used to be like a football player and he had like a championship ring. Maybe he was a coach or something. He had one of these, you know, one of a kind rings and, uh, he takes it off. He's like, let Putin, ha- let, let Putin wear it. He likes football and, and Putin puts it on and just walks away with it. And then George that Bush like goes, fuck it. that's not like, that's not like George Bush senior, by the way. <laughs> that's what I'm, talking, I'm talking about the W W. Yeah. 
Well, he, he, Putin puts it on and just walks away. And then W goes, we should probably let him have that. <laughs> so he didn't ask for it back. I don't know, man. It's Is that just, how afraid people are of Putin? It's a, it's a crazy world, man. Um, but a lot of shit's happened in the last uh, month since we had one of these, man, between... Isn't it weird that the last time we spoke on this podcast was about a school shooting and we've already had more in between episodes? Isn't that nuts? Not at this point. It's I know, I get it. It's not it's commonplace. Um, which I don't want to get into that whole can of worms. We've already discussed that ad nauseum. But uh but yeah, man, all this in a nutshell, all this divisiveness, it really has to stop. It's look, man, okay, oh, here's something I'll add to close it out. And I thought it was funny because we have this whole like dog pile generation, this whole dog pile effect where everybody has to run with a pack. Now, Donald Trump's in office and most of the media, uh, Hollywood media is left wing. So you have all the late night talk show hosts, um, except for Fox, which by the way, there's a reason why Fox has never had a successful talk show that could last. Why? I, I really don't know why in the past, but if they did have one, Conan, Conan got a big offer from Fox after he uh, got canned from the Tonight Show. He he went with TBS. But if Conan was on Fox to this day, he'd be eaten alive because that's the Fox network, and he he would not be allowed to be outspoken about you know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think there would be problems. But anyway, so Fox aside, you have all these other networks with all the the the, the late night talk shows. With the exact same monologues, the exact same bits, they're all doing the same old tired Trump jokes. You know, it doesn't necessarily offend me as a conservative. It offends me as a fucking lover of comedy. It's like, this is not... Comedy that writes itself isn't always good. It makes you a lazy writer, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to watch any of it anymore. I do not watch Colbert. I used to love Conan. I won't watch Conan because it's just not good. I'm like, dude, I when I, when I can see these jokes coming an hour before I turn on the show... You might want to rethink it. But anyway, so it's cool. It's cool to talk all this heinous shit um, about, you know, the current president. And it's cool for liberal types in on Facebook and forums to to make assassination jokes towards uh, someone like Donald Trump. And, and dude, I made that joke. I was I know, like, you, I was like it's going to be fun to finally see a, a president die in HD. Look, I think. Jeez. Uh, oh, that's terrible, though. I think vitriolic hatred is vitriolic hatred, no matter what, right? I really do. You know, you can't. Oh, I don't you, want him to really die. I just. Think I know, can... but but some people are serious about it, man. You can't fight bigotry <laughs> and, and and hatred with more hatred. I, see, I'm fine just letting people make jokes. Yeah, I get it. No matter like, what it, they are, it, it goes it. back. It goes back to the thing. It's like either live and let live, or or play even Stevens, play it fair. But basically, I do see it, man. There's the extreme left really does get away with murder right now, and because it's all part of the wolf pack, they can. So not just the people in like forums and Facebooks and all that stuff, but let's just kind of look at their gods here. Let's look at Hollywood. Let's look at the late night hosts. Um, they all, like I said, all they do is beat up on Trump and they beat up on conservatives. Blah blah blah. But uh, let's fast forward. Let's say five years ago when Obama was still in office. Let's say just for some reason, one of the late night hosts just really did not like Obama's politics. Let's say Seth Meyers. Let's say Seth Meyers, because of his personal politics, decided to make his show nothing but uh, Obama jokes, like as hard as they are all on Trump right now. Dude, he wouldn't last very long. 
because he'd be sticking out like a sore thumb and there's nobody to back him up, right? Mm. I really think that it would never fly. It would never fly. It's, you know, especially with the presidents of the network. It's kind of like when Norm, uh, Norm McDonald got fired from SNL because he was making uh, OJ jokes and the president of NBC was great friends with OJ. You know, the people that are cutting the paychecks, if they can't take a joke, you're in trouble. If they support one political party and not the other, you're in trouble and they can't take a joke. Let's let's create a new let's create a new law where there's no fucking conflict of interest. Yeah. You're fucking fired. You better hope someone you know doesn't become Bro, president. Here's case in point. Case in point that it's not fair um where we we actually view different hatreds like in a hierarchy. I think hatred's hatred and all needs to stop. But case in point. Bill Maher, last year, he said the N-word in a joke on his show, and he was given a chance to apologize. And he went the extra mile and had like Ice Cube and different guests on his show immediately following it, and he kind of got a tongue lashing, right, on air. He was able to make it right, and he was forgiven. Why is Bill Maher different than... I think maybe because HBO... Yeah, You're maybe that too. To like that. I'm just saying his situation shouldn't be different than anybody else's. I just think we just need to just come on, man. Let's let's be real. Let's be fair or let's ditch it all. Whatever. But um, I don't know, man. Do you got anything else you want to add to this whole thing? I feel like I've uh, got a vein bulging out of my my temple. Um, hashtag Pizzagate. Jeez Louise. All right, guys. Well, that was our rant for the evening. Uh, it was something I just wanted to talk about. It's been bubbling uh, in me. You know, I've been trying to hold my tongue talking about it in public or talking about it with people because I want to talk about this stuff. But we live in a society where we can't talk about stuff and it's really, really frustrating. I mean, just look, I think it's a shame we live in, in this current culture where we have to be in fear of speaking our mind. And I get it, right? Like we know certain people that would never come on a show like this because as much as they have two cents to add, they have a current job situation that they feel would be threatened or, um, you know, they feel like all the hard work they've put in to barely kind of make their big break is going to be ruined. And that sucks that people that we have to do that. And I get why people do it. You know, I get it. It's their livelihood. But it also sucks that we we have to do that because all it does is feed into it. It makes this whole fucking movement stay alive. Yeah. Why, why are people getting like banned or they're they're trying to stop people from talking at college campuses? Like Milo. Why did you just let Milo talk? He would have outed himself as being pro pedophilia before he did. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that was just a weird let him thing. talk. That was a weird thing. But, uh, bro, I mean, look, if somebody, if you don't, we, back in the day, you could kind of judge somebody as an individual. There was no lynch mob mentality, this, this whole dog pile mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, you could meet someone, you could uh, learn about them, who they are, maybe their political affiliation, and you could not agree with them, right? And then you could choose to like them based on other traits or you could be like you know i don't really want to associate with this person it's totally up to you but now it's a dog pile generation man it's like somebody one per, all it takes is one person to say racist or i'm incense or you know insensitive my feelings are hurt and then everybody catches on and all of a sudden it's like wait a second is this a salem witch trials what the fuck is this 
Mm-hmm. It really is. People get their pitchforks out. It's like people yelling witch and then everybody going into hysteria, right? Mm-hmm. She's a witch. It's like, good Lord. So it's a shame that people being afraid, um, the intimidation works. People are intimidated to not speak up. And it really shouldn't be like that, man. We shouldn't have like a huge chunk of people uh, with their dick swinging real low saying whatever the fuck they want, even if it's really hateful in its own right. Then we can then we can sit back and laugh at those fucks. Let's just learn to love each other and laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get it. There are lines that are crossed. <laughs> like, there was a, there was a great time when we used to just laugh at bad ideas, and we don't do it enough. It's just, I, you know, I think people can cross lines, and we're all guilty of it. But dude, say sorry, move on, rub some fucking dirt on it. We got to move forward. This mm-hmm. is absolute bullshit. Seriously, people are allowed to grow. People are allowed to evolve. I mean, we're all learning all the time. Seriously. Do you get mad at a kid? Okay, so if a little kid comes from school and they picked up the N-word or something and they say it very casually, innocent enough, you teach them, like, whoa, you can't say certain things. Where you got to be careful. or Don't be mean to that person. You teach your kids. You got to fucking take that kid, beat the fuck out of him with a copy of Mein Kampf. You, you <laughs> like this, you fucking Nazi? I'm disowning this little bitch. <laughs> Fuck them. People learn, and I don't think that ever stops, right? I don't think it stops at childhood. I think, believe it or not, Donald Trump is still learning, right? At, at 70, oh, he's still learning old. a lot. Well, regardless, he's still learning day by day. I guarantee it. And I guarantee you, once he's done uh, with the presidency, he's not going to be hundred percent the same person as when he went in, you know, experiences change people and people evolve and people learn. No one is irredeemable at, at all. That's, that's kind of the final thought of it all. But anyway, thank you for li- listening to us uh, kind of blow our gaskets on the matter. And hopefully you guys have an open mind. I don't think Zach, I know I did a lot of the talk. Zach and I, I don't think we weren't being insensitive I, and I don't care. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I do not condone negative shit, racism shit, and people. The big thing is, look, what Roseanne said, it was it was not classy and it was not cool. But, come on. Like, it, I think the matter is, it's equal. It, how, how people handle the situation, I guess. But, um, I don't know. It's a weird thing, man. But, hopefully, hopefully we come off as as kind of in the middle as we can be, because I definitely see both sides of the argument. Um, But anyway, thank you for tuning in. I want you guys to know that if you guys happen to be on YouTube listening to this, thank you. Please like and subscribe. And if you guys are going to subscribe, hit that stupid bell. And uh, that stupid bell will then remind you to, you know, select how often you want to be alerted. Our videos on Revival House are, are showing up in your feed. You want to click every single time because we don't just have this show. We have other shows. We have the commentaries that we do um, on the very, very regular basis. We have Retro Rampage where we, you know, uh, it's more entertainment game based. We have, you know, Mac and Zach Save the World. Max, Zach's got his own podcast, which if you're, you know, somebody that tends to be on the sensitive side, you might stay away from it. But if you're not, it's hilarious. You can listen to me make fucking kid jokes. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, but anyway, if you guys are on YouTube, do us a favor. We're going to put in the uh, con- the subject or whatever. The, what do you call it? The information? 
Uh, the description? The description. I can't talk, man. I've wasted all my words. We're going to put the iTunes links uh, in there as well. Keep in mind, we're not just on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, things like that. So there's something for everybody, no matter what uh, operating system you're using. But uh, we'll put the link for iTunes in all these YouTube videos. Do us a favor. If you like this program uh, or if you like any of our other stuff, please click on that link. Please leave this podcast, The Deep End, with myself, Aaron Lipscomb. Uh, leave a five-star rating, please. Leave um, a sentence, a quick uh, feedback, a quick little review, something nice uh, if you think uh, we deserve it. And because uh, that stuff really makes a difference in this day and age, because there is so many damn podcasts out there now. Um, you know, we got to be able to rise to the top. And those ratings and those reviews, they help us uh, gain exposure. So if you do leave one, Thank you, and feel free to let us know in the comments that you left it, and um, I will acknowledge it next time. Uh, and like I said, the same goes for the other shows. If you want to click on those, leave feedback on Mac and Zach, leave ratings for that and the commentaries, et cetera, et cetera. But that's all we got. We'll see you guys next time. You know, you guys have been great. Zach, you've been awesome, man. You've been a trooper. Thank I'm you. a trooper. He is a trooper. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye-bye, puppets. I never liked the puppets. Yeah. I, I discriminate against puppets. Yeah. I'm I'm puppetist. Yeah. These fucking puppets yeah. walking around taking my jobs. <laughs> my job. He took her there. Took her job. <laughs>